just got out to my car. You just got out to Parker's because we're recording. Huh? I'm, I'm just reading. Okay, I'm very excited for all the future aspects we got cooking right now. I know, we... I, I know, it's, it's wonderful. We can talk about that a little bit and catch up. This is Catch All Podcast, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Catch All Podcast, everybody. I'm Parker. Got Adam across the table from me. What up? Looking back with sheer contempt. You were just, oh my gosh, you were getting on my nerves today. <laughs> I don't even understand why. I'm just trying to make sure things get done in a professional manner. It's getting done in a professional manner. I'm sorry for asking questions, Adam. I don't think you know what you're doing. <laughs> I, you say that every episode. Yeah, we got the Boy Wonder producing Matthew over here. What's up? Doing his job. I, I'm loving it. I'm feeling more know, and more man. professional every other week? Every week. Every, uh, well, yeah, every week. I mean, we're doing... We're doing stuff. We're a catch-all podcast. Go to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Go throw us a like or follow over there. And subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a rating and review. That'd be super great. If you really enjoy the show, head over to Patreon. Throw us a couple bucks. We got some tears cooking. My my tears are cooking. Like I we got I a cry. we got a lot of things cooking in the oven right now. And we I really am do. So excited. We're t- 2018. I think is going to be the year of Catch All Podcast. If I do say so myself. Yeah, for it me, will be known in infamy as the year of Catch All Podcast. They will recognize us in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Why Rock and Roll? I don't know. Maybe no. it's just because we listen to Rock and Roll. Maybe there's other things. Who knows? But um, yeah, we met today and uh, uh-huh. we had, a, had some an stuff. official business meeting. And we it, got changes coming in. We do. And yeah. I, I'm pretty excited yeah I'm going through and updating everything is I think good making it a little bit more professional not that we can't have fun at the same time but making things a little bit more professional and hopefully you know growing continue to grow I think we're doing we're at a steady pace right now we've been doing really good since we started recording again we haven't yeah. missed an episode on our every other week schedule uh, it's Matthew probably just took that from me Matthew wow good job man He's, he's legit producing right Stepping now. Up? I know. I'm so proud. The audio quality was not up to par, and he made me stop doing something. That, guys, that's guys, professionalism. I just want to recognize the boy wonder producing the Matthew unsung for just hero. A second. The if second it, unsung hero besides myself. I'm the first unsung hero. Oh my gosh! This is why you're getting on my nerves today. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, he's done a great job. I think he's done really good stepping up the past mm-hmm. few weeks or the past few episodes. Yeah. I'm. I'm excited. I'm yep. proud of you. Thank you. You're doing a great job. Yeah, so hopefully uh, early 2018 we'll have some more announcements coming down the pipeline. Things will be changing yeah. new avenues, should I say. Yeah. And you'll you'll definitely be seeing a lot more of us oh, around. Yeah, for sure. For sure. A lot more parts of us also. Now, for me and my family, 2017 was the year of the sock. The year of the sock? Yeah, because it, it was... I, I don't know. I just got a lot of socks for Christmas last year. Just uh-huh. a lot of weird ones. Like, uh-huh. I've got a Mona Lisa pair, uh-huh. uh, Paris, Spain. Um, mm. So, I think 2018 is going to be the year of the podcast. The year of catch-all. The year of... 
the okay, yeah, the year of catch all. Jeez, Louise. Well, I'm trying to think of a catchy name. Uh huh. The year of the catch. Catch year. Catch year. Catch year. <laughs> the year of the catch. Yeah. Like. Catch us up, Adam. What's been going on with you? Uh, you know the use working. The use, yep. Um. I don't know. I haven't been prepared. Come back to me. Catch okay. us catch us up, Parker. Wow. All right. Uh, my name's Parker. Uh, I am a host of Catch All Podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know... I'm, just, I'm picturing you at like an AA meeting. Hello, my name is Parker <laughs> Ivy, and I am addicted to... You put my last name out there! I always put my no! last name out <laughs> um, So I'm in the... <laughs> I just... I think a peak. <laughs> this is why we need video. I know. Stay tuned, 2018. Spoiler alert: Catch up podcast will be going full video. The year of the catch. Okay. Anyways. anyways yeah. You know, right. we got our um, 160 gallon aquarium that Emily and I bought. So I'm in the planning stages of that now, trying to find somebody who can um, seal the tank because I've never reset. What is so funny to you right now? I'm just now? laughing at his face. I've never found, or I have yet to find someone who has sealed. Like redone the silicone in a tank, and would be willing to let me pay them to do it since I haven't done it myself. Yeah, I don't want to learn on a 160 gallon aquarium and then it fail and then my house be ruined. Yeah, I completely understand so, that. I am doing a lot of shopping around right now, trying to find somebody who can reseal an aquarium. So if any of the listeners <laughs> out there know anybody who reseals aquarium silicone, uh, shoot us an email catchallpodcast at gmail.com. Nice, yes. Um. In the planning stages of that, Black Friday was this past week, which we kind of talked about in our previous episode. Yeah. I stayed true to my word. I did not go out. But I snagged some dank, nasty deals on the PlayStation Store because they had their Black Friday sale going on. So I got Ark, which I'm super excited about. I haven't started playing it yet. But it's like Minecraft with dinosaurs, and that sounds very exciting to me. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Um, I finished Mass Effect Andromeda, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. It's pretty neat. Yeah, uh, we talked about it in the last episode also a little bit. Still does not shine a light to the original Mass Effect trilogy, yeah. which I was very sad about. I finished it, and it was just kind of like, oh, that's that's it? Yeah. Okay, I guess. Dang. It's kind of yeah. a bummer. It, it, was a, it was a bummer. Like The original Mass Effect had um, Ceres as the enemy, and they set him up very strongly at the beginning. He killed another Spectre, uh, Nihilus, I think is who it was. Killed Nihilus, set him up as a pretty strong villain, and then Mass Effect and... Or, well, the other two Mass Effects, you had the Reapers coming in, so, I mean, they were already kind of set up. But Mass Effect Andromeda, you're kind of fighting the Archon and the Ket, but they're not really set up very well. Like, the Archon, that's the final boss, I guess, as you're fighting this dude. But yeah, don't really know his motivations and, like, what he's trying to do other than convert everybody to Ket, but why, you know? Uh-huh. So it was just a little underwhelming. Uh, yeah. And then the bugs were kind of annoying. Like, whenever... You know, when you turn off your PlayStation 4, you can suspend the game that it's currently playing, so whenever you turn the PlayStation 4 back on, it's immediately, like, where you yeah. turned it off. A lot of times when I would do that to Mass Effect, it would just freeze it, so you would boot it back up, and then as soon as the PlayStation turns back on, you're at the game screen, and you can see the last thing you're doing, but the only thing you could do is move the camera. Mm-hmm. Like, your character wouldn't move, he would just be frozen, so you'd have to reload a previous save and then get it going again, so... Things like that were annoying and just like weird technical glitches and yeah. animations and stuff like that. So it was, it was fun. I mean, I enjoy it because it's in the universe of Mass Effect and yeah, Mass Effect's awesome. But it's at the same time just you know kind of, it's underwhelming compared to the original trilogy, which is kind of sad. Yeah. Well, dang. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. Um. And I started playing Far Cry Primal uh-huh. because I bought that a long time ago and started playing it. Played it for thirty minutes and then 
got back into The Witcher. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, Michael loves Far Cry Primal. Yeah. Uh, so I restarted Far Cry Primal because I was only 30 minutes into it. So I just restarted it and got back about to the same area that I was in. So that's that's my next undertaking is finishing Far Cry Primal and slowly but surely chipping away at The Witcher trying to get that platinum trophy. Good grief. I got a couple more. I got to finish my Gwent deck. I got to push some people off a cliff with art or something like that. Okay, yeah, I was wondering if you were going to finish your Gwent deck. It, yes. I got, there's a book in there that tells you what cards you're missing, so you kind of know where to go, and... So what are these, like, tarot cards or something? They're not, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, I don't know what's a good comparison. It's, Gwent in The Witcher is basically like their own standalone card game, because they're, they're making a Gwent standalone game yeah. in The Witcher universe, because it was so popular. But it's a in-game card game, mm-hmm. where you collect cards and then battle other players, and win or lose or you huh. know, bet gold and all that stuff so yeah huh yeah there's a trophy for just uh acquiring all the cards in mm-hmm. the game so okay yeah, well cool that's like the next big one and then i gotta there's like an old old save that i made on my last pay- playthrough where i did not beat this gwent tournament and i failed the gwent tournament in my current playthrough so there's no way to go back to it and there's a trophy associated with that so i have to reload this old old save and then win this gwent tournament to get this one trophy so yeah i'm close the end is in sight but it's it's just time consuming and you know back and forth between houses right now and you just don't have yeah. a whole lot of time to kind of sit down and yeah. like emily and i are going cake tasting this afternoon after we get done here so i won't really have any time to play anything this afternoon adulting yeah adult Cakes stuff in. yeah we got a couple cake tasting appointments the one today and then maybe one next week yeah trying to you know figure out a cake yeah, well, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also finished the Netflix series The Punisher. How was that? Punisher was awesome. It was so good. Really? Mm-hmm. You think I might like it? Oh, yeah, you definitely like it. Did you watch Daredevil at all? No, I started it. And see, the thing about watching shows to me, I, I have to be in the mood to binge watch. Mm-hmm. Like with Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. buddy, I watched You're that in the week. mood. It grabbed you in. Um, Walking Dead, that's how I am. I mm-hmm. love Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And, um,. The office and How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. But it, I just, when it comes to TV shows like that, I have to be like sucked in immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I was thinking about watching that Black Mirror that you were talking Black, about. Yeah, Black Mirror is awesome. Because I like Twilight Zone. Uh huh. So, yeah, the new season of Black Mirror is coming out December 29th. Uh huh. Um, I think that's season four. But yeah, Black Mirror, I think it would suck you in, in this because it's not like a serialized show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not an overarching story. Everything's got like the same themes throughout. Uh-huh. But each, like, episode is like ninety minutes. So it's kind of like a short movie, but it's got enough uh, got enough setup in one episode to draw you in relatively yeah. quickly. So I think you would really enjoy Black Mirror. Like San yeah. San Junipero is one of the best television programs I've ever seen. I'll I'll check that out. I actually mm-hmm. might start that tonight. You so. you should definitely start it from the beginning. All seasons mm-hmm. are on Netflix. I think they're ordered kind of weird for some reason or like reversed yeah for some reason but yeah just start from season one episode one and just tick through it isn't it um it's a netflix original isn't it uh net it was a bbc show oh, and then netflix, netflix took picked it, it up yeah they picked it up after season three okay or no season three was the first netflix season my bad so it's after yeah. season two and season three was a netflix and yeah. then season four is a netflix original but yeah daredevil's good if you can bear with it it'll daredevil really grabbed me i really enjoyed daredevil especially yeah. season two season two was where they introduced the punisher and then he got a spinoff from there yeah so it was really good you can watch the punisher as its own standalone thing but i mean they introduce and like get the backstory to him in daredevil season two so 
Yeah. I mean, I like the Marvel Netflix shows. Some of them are weaker than others. Daredevil was really good, and The Punisher was, like, top-tier Marvel yeah. programming, watch... even compared to, like, the movies and stuff. Like, the villains were awesome, mm-hmm. Like, and Frank Castle himself is a good... I, I don't know if you'd call him protagonist because you're following, I mean, you're following him, but he's also killing people. So like, yeah, technically he's the protagonist of the show. Yeah, but you're looking from he's, another perspective. Yeah, not not necessarily an antihero either, but yeah, he's yeah, he's an antagonist in Daredevil, but yeah. you know, he's he's an awesome character. Yeah, well, cool. Mm-hmm. Good deal. Yeah, yeah. So you should definitely go back through him. I mean, I would recommend watching all of them because I like Jessica Jones too because he David Tennant's the villain in that guy. Really, and I am a strong David Tennant fan. Yeah. So, yeah, Jessica Jones is good. Luke Cage is fun. And then Iron Fist is... I still liked it. A lot of people did not like Iron Fist. It's just mm-hmm. dumb karate stuff. So, yeah, it's fun. And then uh, The Defenders, a lot of people were down on. But I still enjoyed it. Yeah. And then The Punisher, though. Punisher is awesome. Mm-hmm. Because it deals with a lot of themes regarding, you know, going into war and, like, post-traumatic stress. And then one of the villains is... I don't know. One of the secondary characters is was a soldier and dealing with post-traumatic stress and just how traumatic it can be like digs a foxhole out in his backyard because he's afraid he's going to hurt people yeah yeah so it i mean it's really entertaining yeah interesting Mm -hmm. everybody's set up really well everybody's got feels very fleshed out yeah huh but yeah that's kind of what what i've been up to i'm catching up on shows that was a long catch up man yeah (laughs) i'm feeling good adam i got a good feeling about this one what you got Catch us up there, Skipper. Uh, typical. Just been selling cars. Yeah, man, um, you live a very exciting life. I, I really don't. It's <laughs> it's seriously the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the definition of insanity? Yep, trying the same thing over and over, expecting different results. Oh, no. Well, never mind. I'm not insane. I just do the same thing over. I guess you do expect different results because you don't sell cars and you're always expecting you're going to sell a car. <laughs> wow, thanks, man. <laughs> um... Now, last night, Uh I was watching... You watched How I Met Your Mother, didn't you? I have seen How I Met Your Mother, Oh, my gosh. Last night, I watched the... um, I get on YouTube, and I'll just watch random stuff. In Mm -hmm. fact, it started in my office. I was looking at the um, Kemper versus Helix versus uh, that Fractal. Yeah, uh, a guitar amp modeler. Yeah, modeler. Mm -hmm. Um, And then somehow, I got on the topic of watching like the top five How I Met Your Mother moments. Mm Mm-hmm. They weren't the top five funniest moments. Just impactful moments. Just sad. Oh, no. I made the mistake of watching that at work. Mm-hmm. Do you do you care to run us through the those five? Do you know them off the top of your head? Uh, yeah. Let me think. The first one so was... So this will be spoilers for How I Met Your Mother if you haven't oh, seen yes. it. Uh, How I Met Your Mother is my all-time favorite TV show. Uh-huh. I love it better than any other show I've ever watched. Like drama, everything? Yeah. Just... How I Met Your Mother is your single favorite TV television show. medium program. Yes. Wow. Okay. I just I love it. I just right. I could watch I mean, it through. That's, that's respectful. Um, now I don't remember all the five moments, but I know the fifth one was um, Ted professed his love. No, he was in the bar mm-hmm. and he was talking to Barney. Mm-hmm. And Barney and Robin were all right, huge spoilers. Uh-huh. Barney and Robin were planning their wedding. Right. Lily and Marshall were upstairs playing with uh, baby Marvin. Mm-hmm. And um, Ted was just alone in the bar. Mm-hmm. And you didn't know that he was alone. At first, he was sitting down there talking to Barney, and there was the bar was full. Uh-huh. But then after they talked, Barney said, Ted, look at yourself. Uh-huh. You're alone. And you've got me and Robin upstairs planning our wedding. Uh-huh. Uh, Lily and Marshall up there playing with Marvin, and uh-huh. you're all alone. Uh-huh. And, um, Damn. 
everybody just gets up and walks out. Uh-huh. And then the music starts building up, that piano music. Uh-huh. And look, I'm getting chills just thinking oh, about Oh, wow, it. he is. And um, plus I'm kind of cold. Uh-huh. Yeah, we got the heaters going on in the pool yeah. house. It's a little chilly. Yeah. But um, so then he gets up and goes running down the street to Tracy McConnell's, which is his uh, wife. Mm-hmm. And um, he goes up there, professes her love to her, and buddy, you just you cannot keep a dry eye mm-hmm. watching that. Mm-hmm. That was the fifth moment. Um, I know one was Barney proposing to Robin, which mm-hmm. that was that was okay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really pro Barney and Robin. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, let me think. One was Ted explaining to some crazy girlfriend of his what love was, uh-huh. and um, I think the top moment was when Tracy McConnell died. Uh, the top moment was how I met your mother. Huh? The top moment was how I didn't explain how he met his mother. Or, yeah, how he met his mother. And uh-huh. then, of course, it goes on to lead up to when Tracy McConnell died. Which I think was, she's in a new episode, or one of the new episodes of Black Mirror, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. It was just, it was sad. A lot of people hated that ending. Yeah. It um, was pretty dumb. I kind of, I hate that they killed her off just like that. Mm-hmm. Did Have you watched one of the alternate endings? Mm-hmm. Where he, it's you know how you would expect it to end like they go on and live happily ever after and they yeah that was so much better yeah but i mean matthew's belly just growled but you just you kind of knew if you think about it from the narrator's perspective you kind of knew that he would end up with robin because she was in the story so much no but that's such a that's such a stereotypical trope and they fell right into it I just I, mean, I was not a fan of it in the slightest. I, I wasn't at first, but then I just I kind of started looking at it from different perspectives. Mm-hmm. But no, um, yeah, I watched that last night. It was kind of a bummer, and I watched it in my office too. Mm-hmm. And I may or may not have teared up a little bit. No, I so I you know to, what made mm-hmm. me tear up was the end of Scrubs. I've never seen Scrubs. Whoa, Scrubs is good. Is it? Yes, it's hysterical. Uh huh. It's very similar to kind of Arrested Development. I would say it's not the mockumentary style. Yeah. But it's very similar, um, and they did one. There's like something weird where it was on one network, and then like ABC picked it up, and they did one more season or something weird like that. Uh-huh. That final season's really weird because they introduced a whole new cast of characters. But the, in the last season, yeah, because I think they wanted to keep it going and then kind of transition it, and just the ratings weren't good for that last season. But yeah. the season before that was like the end. Yeah, and you Kinda can like watch how Dexter it. was. I've never seen Dexter. You can watch it up to this point. Before the last season, and just stop it, and you would never think that it was supposed to go on. Yeah. And the ending of that is just heart. Well, I'm not saying heartbreaking, but it's just like so happy and just like filled with so many emotions. It's yeah. fantastic. Huh. Yeah. Scrubs is a good one. You've never seen Dexter? Nope. I thought you watched it with us. Nope. I know how it ends. Oh. But yeah. I've never terrible. seen. I've never seen Dexter. I have no no interest to go back and watch it. What about um? Have you watched through The Office? I've seen parts of it. Oh like my gosh! Episodes Parker. here and there. Lord, I've cried more at that show than I have any other one. Yeah, it's I've never been able to like get into it. I understand yeah. it's funny and like it's got an amazing following, but it's just never. Yeah. I don't know. It's never caught your attention. It never caught my attention. That's okay. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, yeah, that's that's really all I had for catch up. Oh, okay. I, I didn't really do a whole lot since the last time we recorded. So. Word. Yeah. Yeah, we did re-record, not the the theme song, which we did the last last episode. We did record the theme song, which I am still. It is just is beautiful. We we made something really special. I think. I, like I said last time, I 
I usually don't like to brag about my own work or anything. I'm I'm proud of this. Mm-hmm. But we did put I mean, I know we wrote it together. I'm just right. proud of recording it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get what you're saying. We definitely did, I think we did an awesome job. But yeah, we got Michael to record actual live drums for it this time. Yeah. And uh so we got live drums rather than the uh process drums in there, so Sounds a whole lot better, doesn't yeah. it? It it does sound it does sound better. Yeah, it's exciting. We definitely had a lot of fun recording, Adam. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Nothing. Never, uh, what anyways. do you want to talk about first? Um, I actually did have a question. Yeah. It caught my attention. Ask earlier. me the question. We'll transition and talk yeah. about. Um, I want you to explain to me. Maybe I saw on the news Trump talked about, or he has declared Jerusalem the capital of Israel. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about that a minute? Sure. I just, I have questions I don't quite understand. Yeah, so. I mean, I probably won't be able to answer them, but let's, we can talk about it. Okay. Let's All go. Right. Transition. Matthew. So, Adam. Yes. We have a new mission statement for Catch-All Podcast. Do we? Yeah. We're just, well, a, we're just a couple of 20-year-olds trying to figure out life together. I like that. It, it's it's. I like it a lot. It's short, simple, and to the point. Yeah, it is short, simple, and to the point, and um, it it makes sense because I, there's a lot of information out there in the world that we can't really make sense of. Yeah. And so we're just going to talk through it. You know, that's that's what we hope to reach our audience with too. I I hope you see this as an open forum where you can talk about anything. Yeah. We, we like to be judgment free. We make a lot of dumb dumb jokes, but we're judgment free. I don't care what you are. Who you yeah, are? Yeah, that's that's who right. you love. That's that's exactly what we are. We we love and accept everybody. Yeah. So something happened today. We actually, when we were getting lunch with a friend of ours, something came on the news that literally just happened. Trump acknowledged Jerusalem as the capital of Israel formally. Yeah. So yeah, that's one thing I wanted to kind of ask you about. See if you understood. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, we just took a few minutes to read over it and uh-huh. see because. I, it literally just happened. Yeah, so like, we're, we're going to try and talk through this together and see if we can make some, some kind of sense of it. So from what I can gather, Trump formally acknowledged Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. The U.S. Embassy is going to move from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. The only other country in the world that sees Jerusalem as the capital of Israel is the Czech Republic. Yeah. Everybody else has their foreign embassies in Tel Aviv. That's where the U.S. is currently. Yeah. And the reason this is such a contested decision is that Jerusalem is claimed both by Palestine and Israel as the capital. Yeah. And Trump had previously made statements about going forward with keeping the peace between Palestine and Israel. But this recent development certainly looks like he is taking Israel... Israel's side over the conflict. Yeah. Or that's how, at least how it's going to come across on the national front. Yeah. Uh, that's... I, I don't think that's going to come out very good. No. Mm-mm. Um, I, I, I mean, there. I mean, Israel and Palestine are like a hair's divider between, like, war mm. between one, one another constantly. Well, yeah, I mean, and it's because... Uh, Israel obviously is more Christian and uh, Jewish, mm. and um, Palestine is Islam, mm-hmm. and they're so the whole reason they've been fighting is just to claim this capital mm-hmm. for their own beliefs, right? Right. Uh, that I'm not 100 percent or not beliefs, but like their religions are claiming it as their own capital because they have the Jewish temple mm-hmm. or the the Western Wall, yeah, the temple, uh-huh. the sepulcher is uh-huh. what it's called, Dome of the Rock, isn't that there? Yes. Uh huh. So all yeah, all these like. 
Jewish and Christian like um, what were they called landmarks or I guess. I mean, it, technically, yeah. A, a Jewish holy city. It's also an Islam holy city at the same mm-hmm. time. For, for I mean, for their landmarks it's there as the well. It's the Mecca, is what yeah. they call it. Mm-hmm. So it, it, yeah, it's both of them vying for the same capital city doesn't really, you know, work yeah, out well. It, it's a little scary to yeah, hear. Yeah, and about. it's like split. I mean, if you look at the map, it's splintered right there. Israel. This probably isn't going to make any sense, especially for like the listeners. But Israel. Comes down the coast right here. It's got a tiny little strip right here. Yeah. Kind of goes in, comes back out, and then kind of pans out. And there's the main part of Israel right here. Jerusalem's right in, right in this Smack little dab in the spot middle. where like Israel goes like that, and then Palestine's oh, right there. So Jerusalem's right smack dab in the middle. Good yeah. So, and don't I'm pretty sure they talk about this kind of thing in Revelation. Mm. And I, that kind of freaks me out. Just mm. hearing about all this happening, and I know they, of course. In the Bible, of course, they're obviously going to talk about Jerusalem a lot, especially in the end times. Right, right, right. But I don't know. It's it's a little nerve wracking. I'm not mm. going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I don't know because just because my weird stance and everything. I think a lot of that's probably coincidence or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Think, I don't know. I don't, who knows? I mean, I don't know any. I never claim to know anything. I am <laughs> a complete imbecile. But. Yeah, I don't, it's interesting. It's just another one of the things where Trump's just like coming in swinging his dick, and like look, hey, I look what I can do. I'm the man. Yeah, big dick swinging, Papa Trump. <sighs> Papa Trump. Yeah, and but. which I mean, he you, recently he made the um, executive order to slash the uh, national parks in Utah. Like, yeah, I don't acreage. like that. Yeah, I do not he, like that he cut at all. down. Hold on, mm. let me. Um, if you can fill time here for just a second, I have an article. Uh, brought up. This is why declaring Trump. I got Trump shrinks. Adam, you're doing a fantastic. I, I don't job. know what to say. You're just. Uh, yeah, Trump shrinks Utah monuments and historic moves. So let me find the exact acreage really quick. One of them was. Now this happened when? Um, bu- 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 updated on Monday. So. Uh, yeah, I guess it was Monday night. Uh-huh. Uh, Bears Ears National Monument was slashed by 80%, and the Grand Staircase Escalante National Monument was cut by 45%, fundamentally reshaping the two large national monuments. Yeah, so Bears Ears is shrunk from 1.3... What the heck was that? 1.35 million acres to 228,387. So that, I mean, that is a substantial cut. Yeah. Uh, And... Grand Staircase Escalante Monument, which was put in place by Bill Clinton, was split into three sections and shrunk from 1.9 million to just 1 million acres. So still, still a drop. Yeah. And it's... His... Uh, reasoning behind this is that the people of Utah know what to do with their land better than the government does. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's their land. Yeah, no, but I mean, so what, what, what's your opinion on this? Where where do you? I mean, they're national parks. Mm-hmm. Was he? I know he's a real estate mogul. Mm-hmm. That's that's where he got his name from. Well, his dad, mm-hmm. where he got his name from. Mm-hmm. So he thinks he knows everything about buying and selling land. Uh-huh. And so what's what's he talking about doing with this? It just, I assume, I don't know if there's like a specific uh, reasoning behind it, what's going to happen with it, but I'm sure, I mean, this is me speculating, but I'm sure like there's oil drilling in the background with like yeah. oil, like oil company uh, handshakes that are going on and 
yeah getting into the land like everything that's preserved in there like fossils the navajo uh landmarks and stuff like there's mm-hmm. one navajo uh art wall i don't know exactly what it's called but it's like this giant monument that's got all these like navajo paintings mm-hmm. and stuff on it i mean that that could be demolished because i think it's part of the part that was uh, taken away from the national park but the ceo of patagonia is really ticked off oh, about yes. it yes He's suing the federal government over this because his reasoning is that he Trump basically stole our land because that was a national park. National parks belong to the people of the United States, and Trump yeah. just came in and took that land away from us. So, mm. so that's that's his, you know, that's that's his reasoning. So, so there's there's two sides of the coin because I, I the, the libertarian side of me definitely is that. If a person owns land, they should be able to do with it what they want to. Yes, of course. So that that's my side of it. And the, the people of Utah should be able to kind of do with the land what they want. But there's also the conservationist side of me that's like, these are like parts of the country that are, you know, untouched and yeah. natural and being preserved. And like there's natural wonders there that should be kept intact, like fossils and stuff, like all the kind of research that can be done on like the geology of the earth and like yeah. the Navajo like paintings and stuff like that and um all all the fossils that are buried in the ground like that's that stuff's going to get destroyed they that's that's one thing that makes me angry is i i don't think he himself should jump in there and do this Mm -hmm. i think it should be up to the state Mm -hmm. and up to the people yes okay now that's that's where i could be more on board is if it's a state regulate because i am as a general rule, more state governed than federal governed. I think states yeah. have should have more of a say in what they do than the federal government. Yeah. But Trump just came in and said, "This is a federal mandate. Boom, you're you're slashed by eighty percent." Yeah. And, and I'm, I, I'm just going to take this land. I which, don't agree with that. Yeah, which is all. not cool. So that that's why the CEO of Pat- I can't don't remember his name. He's got a really funky name. The CEO of Patagonia came in and is like, "The only thing this administration seems to understand is lawsuits. So I'm going to sue them." I, I think he has a right to. Yeah. Clearly has a right to. Mm-hmm. I just I it's gotten to the point where and um I mean this is the libertarian in me. I honestly I do look at myself as more libertarian than libertarian, anything else. Libertarian let it fuel you hate <laughs> child. Anyways, um I think the federal government has to preach. No, whoa, throwback. Preach. Way back Wednesday. <laughs> um I think the federal government has too much control. They mm-hmm. I one thing I don't I don't like taxes. I never have. Mm-hmm. I, I just... I, I, no, that, yeah, the Trump's t- new tax plan. I don't know. What's what's that affecting? I haven't done much research. Uh, on like, I, I don't either. Um, corporations, like the... It was something... Oh, man, there's some something about like 21%, I think. Corporations maybe have to pay 21% in taxes. Uh-huh. I, no, I'm spitballing. I have not done enough research on this. I just know yeah. that the... Well, I have not read the, the tax bill. Uh, that's fine. We we don't want to give any kind of but the, information. So, I think the over overall idea is that there will be tax, break, tax breaks for the upper tax brackets. Yeah. Um, and potentially you may have to pay more taxes in the lower tax brackets, but... They're saying is that the money will eventually trickle down to the lower tax tax brackets from the higher tax brackets. So is he trying to bring back Reagan or Reaganomics or something? I have no idea. Do you not know what that is? No. Trickle down economics. I okay. Yeah. Then I would say yes. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of I, this is just from like tangential reading on Reddit. It's like economists said that they have studied this and this will not work. Did and you say Trump, economists. 
Economists. I thought it was economists. Dadgummit, you're right. <laughs> economists. <laughs> See, I don't know anything! It's okay. Ec- <laughs> economists are saying that this is not going to work, and the administration is just not paying them any attention. They're the, that the congressmen and senators and representatives, they know better. Yeah. Even though economists have studied this kind of thing and will say that no, yeah. this kind of this kind of system is not going to work. Now, I will say, looking at the stock market, um, I, the stock market's killing it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dow, mm-hmm. it's hitting record highs every week. Which all all that's interesting in at the um, at the same time too, because none of these effects are going to take place overnight. So if our stock market's doing good now, who's to say that that isn't like uh, remnants of like Bush era um, policies or Obama era policies. Yeah, like it's going to take a while for these to reflect well, in our economy. The way it works is when right when Trump was elected, because mm-hmm. you know he was so big into real estate, you know he's going to do a lot of changes to insurance and um, mm-hmm. uh, healthcare and all that. A lot of people when Obama was in tech, mm-hmm. technology stocks were just through the roof. Mm-hmm. All right, when Trump was um, put into office. Everybody sold their stocks or sold their shares that were in technology. Uh-huh. And then they went in and bought everything in the insurance, healthcare, real estate, um, everything under the Dow. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's why the Dow has gone up so much is because they put all their money into that uh-huh. when Trump was elected. Yeah. So all of that, I mean, it did kind of happen mm-hmm. quickly. Yeah. So does okay. that make sense? Uh, it does a little bit. I, I, I just, I, because I'm starting to pay more attention to like politics and the way thing. Because I, I feel my duty as a citizen is to kind of pay closer attention to this. Duty. <laughs> it's still not making a hundred percent sense, you know. But I'm, yeah. I'm slowly starting to feel like I have a grasp on it. So I just, yeah. I don't know, because I mean, our economy is finally starting to bounce back from the recession that we were in, like when we were in high school and stuff. Like that was. Yeah. We were in the low point just with that, the housing market and everything. But, so I, I just don't think a lot of that's going to take place overnight. You kind of have to give it time to actually see the benefits from it. So, I mean, what Trump's doing now, there may be a negative impact immediately, but we probably won't f- see like the actual impacts for years to come. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm looking up Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. That's one I actually want to touch on a little bit mm-hmm. you know what that is it's the, i have an um, idea of what it is like electronic online currency, currency. Yeah. uh you don't have any sort of physical physical dollar it's like a gold amount to come like that backs up like a dollar or something yeah all right tell me what you think of this that is a positive trend as they would say in the tech world <laughs> yes that is a positive trend <laughs> wow parker that was good <laughs> okay Bitcoin is at thirteen thousand dollars and eighty-eight cents a share. Mm-hmm. Okay, just last. Let's buy a share. What, I, buddy? I can't do that right now. <laughs> Let's take out a loan to buy a Bitcoin <laughs> share. <laughs> now that's an investment. <laughs> Hang on, guys. I'm paying off my one share of Bitcoin really quick. Uh-huh. Bear with me. Um, in the past five days, it's gone up twenty-eight point seventy-nine percent. All right. In the past one month, mm-hmm. it's gone up eighty percent. Whoa. This is it's digital currency. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Do you have any idea how that works? Like how how do we have something that's a digital currency if there's nothing to back it up? 
What do say that one more time? Does what that now? make sense? Not to make sense. No. How how do we have a digital currency that doesn't have anything backing it? Like no nothing with value, like I, gold and the treasury, for example. Well, I'm not. I couldn't tell you like the technology. Okay, I, I like, was just I was just curious. But I do know there is an app called I think it's Coinbase, mm-hmm. and you can buy three. Um, you can buy three different types of Bitcoin. Uh huh. Or types of currency. And I know the biggest one on there is obviously Bitcoin. Yeah. And what people do, they buy Bitcoin and... What? Nothing. They buy Bitcoin and it's almost like it's gaining interest. Uh. So, I know Brandon has talked about looking into it. Mm-hmm. And, um, Our boy I mean, Brandon. Huh? Our boy Brandon. Our boy Brandon. He actually wants to get on the show and talk That's about this. If he, if he wants to get into it and he has a better idea of like what's going on, that would be very interesting to yeah. bring him on and talk about it. Also, but, um, any listeners out there who have a better grasp of what's going on in the political landscape right now, feel free. Come on, reach out to us and come on the show. We would love to have more people who are oh, yeah. well versed. Um, That's the whole Catch All Podcast premise. Look, we're, we're welcoming everybody. For yeah, real. Everybody, like, no, yeah, yeah. For real, for real. But um, what you can do with Bitcoin, you can buy like one, you can buy half of a Bitcoin. We'll uh-huh. say it's Bitcoin is worth $300, which I think it's way more than that. I'm just mm-hmm. spitballing. Example. Yeah, spitballing. Um, Free balling. Okay, yeah. You get one Bitcoin, it's worth $300, but you can buy half of one mm-hmm. for $150. It's like, uh, no, never mind. That's not what that one But, is. like buying silver or gold, mm-hmm. it gains worth. Mm-hmm. So, say you buy half a Bitcoin for $150, uh-huh. it goes up, it could potentially turn into one whole Bitcoin for 300 Yeah. And you can sell that. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of people are using that as an investment opportunity. Mm. So, um, but I think that's why they're going up so much. It just worries me the fact that it's going up. You know what goes up must come down. Yeah, it's it's not going to stay up that way. Yeah, it's, it's especially such a drastic increase like that. It's gonna it's gonna rubber band before it actually like stays steady. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's my thing on mm-hmm. everything. So you just hold hold that pose right there. Okay, Parker's taking a picture of me. What just happened? I don't know. All right, sorry guys. We're um, I'm I'm modeling. You'll probably see it on the Instagram. Oh, oh, Parker just let one rip. Let's uh, are you good on that? Is there anything else you want to talk about in like the political landscape? Not really. Anything I'm like that. I'm good. I, I think we we did a good little touch on politics and things that are going on right yeah. now let's uh talk about august burns red's new album i real quick like okay so uh matthew throw some nasty little transition in there and i'm gonna and we're back guys all right parker Yo. so um there is a certain metalcore band out there who just released an album recently back in october october 6th yeah so october. it's been a little while been yeah. marinating on a little bit but you and I have not had much time to listen to it. No, no, we have not. But um, August Burns Red released a new album mm-hmm. back one, in October. One of, one of my favorites. We did a quote-unquote album review, I guess, for Found in Faraway Places, the last album they did back in 2015. Yeah. <coughs> we kind of talked about that a little bit. So we're going to talk about it again. We haven't talked about music in a while. Yeah, so um, without further ado, this is our commentary on yes. Phantom Anthem yes. by August Burns Red. Mm-hmm. What do you think? It... Do you remember um, when we talked about Found in Faraway Places, uh, when I kind of talked back on Rescue and Restore, their album previous that? 
Yes. It was just was not my favorite. There was like weird things in there, like uh, writing decisions that they did that I just wasn't a fan of. Yeah. Now, I didn't really listen to those two albums a whole lot. Found, Found in Faraway Places is awesome. Yeah. Um, it's very much reminiscent of like Constellations, which is my favorite August oh, yes. album. But this Phantom Anthem is awesome. Like, they are back doing what they do, and that is writing melodic metalcore. And it is, I mean, it shreds your face off. It is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, one thing I like, um, I don't remember the name of the song, but towards the end, you know, one thing they've been known for is um, <clears throat> in their songs, they're, they go from really heavy to kind of quiet, clean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. melodic type stuff. A lot, and, a lot of it follows the same kind of skeleton. It's like... Mm-hmm. Uh, Nasty riff, breakdown, nasty riff, quiet, breakdown, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, um, one thing I like about them is they kind of experiment with other cultural mm-hmm. sounds. And I know this which, album... Which I like, but that was my uh, my knock against Rescue and Restore is that it, they leaned too much into that. Yeah. But the, the, like, the quiet parts in this album, I think, flow really well. There's one song... Uh, hold on, just I just had it pulled up. Oh, dadgummit. Uh, da, 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 hero of Half Truth, uh-huh. where they go into a quiet part, but it flows with the song really well. Uh-huh. Like it lets everything kind of shine through <clears> and have <throat> its moment. Like JB has his like very melodic um, guitar riffs, yeah. but there's also the like the bass is very prominent in that too. So like Dustin gets his little chance to shine too. Like yeah. it, it just the quiet parts incorporated in these songs just have a very natural flow to it, where it's not where it doesn't feel like it's just jammed in for the sake of. Uh, variety. Yeah. Now I know. <clears throat> dang my sinuses. Um, King of Sorrow. Mm-hmm. It's the first song on the album. Uh-huh. Uh It's really good because mm-hmm. it kind of opens up like straight into just heavy thrash. It, 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 yeah, it gives you a sense of what the album's gonna be. It, it almost yeah, and it almost reminds me of some of their older stuff off of like Invi- or not Invisible in it. In- the enemy, which we'll talk about in just a second, because that, I mean, yeah, it does lend yeah. some song. Um, it reminds me of some of the stuff off of Thrill Seeker. Oh, which Thrill is Seeker. Oh yeah, oh. because it's just straight thrash, heavy, uh-huh. uh huh, just just moshing, yeah, type music. No, but Invisible Enemy. That was the first song they released off this album, which they had a music video for, uh-huh. which in fact is nominated for a Grammy for the best mm. metal performance. I forgot about that. Yeah, but that music video. If you haven't watched it, go watch the music video for Invisible Enemy. Have you seen it? No. You haven't? No. We're going to pause right now, and I want the listeners, if you're <coughs> listening right now, pause, go watch the music video for Invisible Enemy, and then we'll be right back. Okay. We're back. We just listened. You're probably not going to be able to tell that we were gone, because we didn't throw a transition No, no in. transition. That's going to be nice. It's immediate. Yes. Um, Magic of editing. Why have I not watched that whole music video? I don't know. It's fantastic. It's nominated for Grammy for good reason. Oh, my goodness. Like, they took every... If you watch, if you see a metalcore music video, you've seen every metalcore music video. There's very tr- like specific tropes that they all follow, but they did everything in the form of marionette puppets, and it's hysterical. It was wonderful. Yeah, like the production quality in this was unfathomable. Yeah, and now we'll say in the song aspect. aspect oh, oh yeah, there's two, there's two separate things like the the <clears throat> music video performance, top notch. Oh yeah, fantastic. And but the oh. Go ahead. Let's talk about when they get to the stage at the end of the video. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the strobe lights on the puppets uh-huh. almost made it look like real people with puppet masks on to me. Uh-huh. All right, and then two, the crowd. The crowd. They look like the Canadians off of South Park. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. It's hysteric. Yeah, I love it. I love every. I love everything. Like the people's like 
the the band members stances like the detail yes. they went into the guitars and the that drums was so funny <laughs> but no the songwriting <laughs> itself like the song's awesome it's not it doesn't follow that skeleton we were talking about earlier where it's like uh verse breakdown verse kind of chorus because they yeah. don't really have choruses but verse soft part <clears throat> it's everything flows very naturally yeah there are breakdowns yeah there's nasty riffs and verses but it all flows together so good yeah everything feels natural and in its spot it's <clears throat> not like hard cuts between like song parts yeah and the harmony between the rhythm and lead guitars are just oh yeah beautiful mm-hmm I have how oh, dreams and aspirations out <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm but sorry. no, if you are, I, I don't know. It's it's even if you're not into metal, go listen to it. But just, because if you can get if like screaming vocals isn't your thing, if you can get past the um, vocals of it, like the music prowess of it is like phenomenal. Like they are they're great at what they do. They do one thing and they do it really well. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a reason why they're still around. Yeah. They kind of got like, past on the top. Well, I mean, you know, metalcore was kind of like emo of the 2010s, or uh-huh. like the first half. Yeah, it was like, I mean, the, like <coughs> that, yeah, that scene. It was the hotness. It's just a phase, and um, <laughs> I, that I never grew out of. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but um, they kind of got out of that, you know, like Bring Me the Horizon was really big in metalcore. Well, they're they're pop now. Nah, eh, yeah, they, I don't know about pop, mm, but that's the spirit's gotten a lot popular, though. Yeah. You gotta admit. I mean, the, I would say their style changed. I wouldn't go like straight pop. Their style has changed. Or know. okay, I don't mean like straight pop I mean like poppier mm-hmm. but um and then you've got like of mice and men Austin Carlisle quit and they they went new metal there for a little while and then they've kind of started to go back a little bit cause I, a little I, bit yeah I think they kind of realized where they were drifting and like the audience that's not that's not what them. their fans wanted yeah and I think they've kind of gone back now that uh what's his oh, dang what's his <clears throat> what's his name Aaron who are you talking about? What's the, his name? The bassist, now vocalist. Aaron. Aaron Polly. Aaron Polly. You're, no, you're right. I was thinking <laughs> E-R-I-N for some reason. <laughs> no. So that wasn't making any sense. But, so um, yeah, once once Aaron's kind of taken over vocals, I think they've kind of started to go back in that direction a little bit. Yeah, I noticed they started to change a little bit when they went on tour with um, Linkin Park. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> I'm starting to wonder what happened behind the scenes when he went on, or when they went on tour with uh, Slipknot and Marilyn Manson. Uh-huh. So, you know, Austin quit, like, immediately. I didn't know the follow- timeline of everything of when he quit. Yeah, he quit, like, I'm, immediately following I'm sure, the tour. I think I remember reading something, I don't, again, don't want to put words in, like, people's mouths, but I yeah. think I remember reading something where Austin said something along the lines of, you know, that w- things he were he was wanting to write wasn't jiving with what they wanted to write. Yeah. And so that was a large reason why he quit. Well, and, you know, he ironically, he got saved Yeah. on that tour. Mm-hmm. And um, I think he was wanting... I'm beginning to wonder if he was wanting to put more Christian lyrics. Which they have before. They've mm-hmm. had, like, uh, Christian metaphors and, mm-hmm. like... The things like that in some of their songs, but it wasn't over like heavy handed or anything. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I've been following him a lot on Instagram, and I know he's living out in Costa Rica, mm-hmm. and he's been speaking at a lot of different places. Uh-huh. But have you heard um, of Mice and Men's newest single, Warzone? I don't know if I've heard. War- I've, I saw their newest song that had a music video with it. I remember that one. That's the one I'm talking about, where they kind of starting to harken back to their like yeah. the Flood album. Yeah, you see, Warzone, that's the exact same. It's, Maybe that's the song I'm thinking of then. It um it reminds me a lot of the depths. Uh-huh. So Yeah, which which is a good thing. I mean, I don't I I wouldn't say I listen to that much metal 
anymore. I mean, I still like metal. It's just that the main time I listen to music is like in the car ride because I have an hour commute <coughs> one yeah. way every day. So I'm in the car for two hours. But I listen to a lot more podcasts now than I'd say music. But yeah. when I do listen to music, it's very much I listen to metal. Yeah. Like, I'm listening to August Burns Red's new album right now, and they released their new Christmas single, which is Last Christmas, which if you haven't listened to that, it's really go good. listen to that, because it doesn't have vocals in it, so a lot of people that maybe not don't aren't a fan of the vocals can go listen to that, and it uh-huh. is so good. They also uh, found in Faraway Places, they have an instrumental-only version of that album, which I found really? out the other day. Yeah, I did not realize that, so it doesn't have any vocals of it in it at all, it's just huh. the music, which I would strongly recommend going to listen to that album, because yeah, that album yeah. is so good. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, usually my car rides I'll listen to, I, it changes up a lot. Uh-huh. Like, it depends on the mood. I'll go from listening to, like, The Main mm-hmm. to A Day to Remember, then to Blink. Mm-hmm. Then I'll go to, like, Drake all of a sudden. Yeah, I do. I have been listening to a, a more variety in, like, the styles of music that yeah. I normally listen to. But, I mean, definitely metal is definitely mm. the one I listen to the most. Um, yeah. I'll... Is, I'll definitely be more of a punk mm-hmm. guy. I've always liked punk rock. I've de- been listening to a lot of Caspian recently. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. I usually oh, play yeah. them in my office at work. Yeah, they're that's they're just on a different level. Yeah. I love them. Matthew, you were hogging this heater. You were sitting in front of the heater. I'm cold. I he turned too. it when you went to the bathroom. Matthew! I'm cold. <laughs> <laughs> so, let, do you have anything else you'd like to talk about, August Runs Red? Uh, Phantom Anthem. It's a plus. It is a buy. Mm, I don't have anything to talk about with them, but mm-hmm. can I touch up on a band that's going on tour? Sure, touch up on a band going on tour. A day to remember. Fifteen year anniversary. Fifteen with Devil which, Wears Prada, which, which is and this other one's crazy. Left field, didn't see this coming. Devil Wears Prada falling in reverse, which. Uh-huh. Um and Papa Roach. Papa Roach. I did not see that. I <laughs> know. Um, I'm excited about that. And then I noticed on Facebook the other day. That um, December 5th mm-hmm. was the, I think, 7th year anniversary of the first show I ever went to at the Masquerade. Oh, really? Yeah, we hit up on it a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah, talking uh, about the Masquerade. Talking about the Devil Wears Prada for today, <laughs> yeah. Whitechapel. Mm-hmm. Dead Throne Tour. Dead Throne Tour. Yeah, it's good memories. Man, Dead Throne does not seem like seven years old. I know. That's crazy. Oh, August Burns Red will be going on tour and then coming through Atlanta in February. Okay. So I think we're going to be there. I think we should hit that up. Yeah, so any local uh, listeners, be sure to give us a shout-out and we'll uh, say hey. Do you know where they playing at? Coca-Cola uh, Roxy? I think it's the Roxy. Okay. Hold on. I've, if you want to keep talking, I can Have you ever been to the Roxy? No, that's one I have not been to. Is it? I feel like it's a newer venue because uh-huh. I go from never seeing it to everybody playing there. Mm-hmm. I think people are trying to avoid the masquerade yeah. now that they moved to like the, the sh- in the shooting and stuff yeah, that recently happened. Mm, I hate that. Uh, Friday, February 9th. No, they're at the masquerade. Oh, sorry. I take that back. Yeah, they're at the masquerade fe- Friday, February 9th at 6.30. So, yeah, I think we'll be there. Um, oh, man. You know what I want to do is go see a hometown Christmas show that they do. Like, that would be oh, that awesome. that would be so cool. Like at the Chameleon Club when they play around Christmas yeah. like they do. That would be that would be phenomenal. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're doing it Saturday, December thirtieth. <clears throat> like you, you know that guy's that's got to get crazy. Yeah. All right. So, uh, how about you say let's wrap this show up? All right, guys, we're back and it's time to do a local catch. This week's local catch, we're covering a band called After Apollo. 
After Apollo is a pop-punk band based out of Manchester, Tennessee. Some of their influences that are listed are A Day to Remember, State Champs, Neck Deep, and Blink-182. Now, if you listen to any of those bands, trust me, you will love After Apollo. So, without further ado, I give you Memories by After Apollo. All right, Papa Adam, this has been Catch All Podcast. Yes. We're glad you were able to join us today. We had an awesome time. Thanks, man. I'm glad you were able to join us, too. Oh, wait. No, the audience. I was talking Guys, to the listeners. You are just, like, terrible. You're terrible. In everybody. We All the facets you try. All right, all right, Parker. Hang on. Catch All. Uh, yep. We're so glad you, the listeners, joined us today. Mm-hmm. 
without you, we wouldn't be a thing. We would just be two guys talking to each other in a pool house. Just jerking each other off. <sighs> We're Catch Up Podcast. You can go over to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, throw us a like or follow. That would be awesome. We post pictures occasionally and uh, keep you updated on show progress on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, head over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave us a rating. That would help us get up in the, uh, what are they called, podcast pages, I think? It'll be uh, easier yeah. to find the show if we get some ratings in there. So <coughs> that would be very helpful. And if you really enjoy the show, head over to Patreon. Throw us a couple bucks. We got some tiers we're working on. Future guests, maybe. Throw us a certain allotment per month. You're guaranteed to spawn the show. Yeah. Um, is that it? Yeah. Keep an eye on YouTube. We got things cooking for that, too. That aquarium build that we talked about last show, that'll be coming up in the new year. So uh, pay attention to our YouTube just search catch all podcast and you can subscribe there that's it well guys thanks for listening i'm gonna Uh, what nothing we are catch all podcast based out of atlanta we are a couple of 20 something year olds that's beautiful trying to figure out life together there you go i'm gonna leave you with some words of wisdom just uh you know eat that booty like groceries (laughs) good night